0: Listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement.
1: Broadcastbasement.com.
0: Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago. This is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in, everyone. Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in to episode number 191. AEW is now rated R as Adam Copeland is now all elite. We're going to talk highlights of AEW Wrestle Dream and NXT No Mercy and we'll preview WWE Fastlane. We'll recap some of the action from AEW Pro and Southland Championship Wrestling, and preview several local shows coming up, including Warrior Wrestling 31, Power Entertainment, and Northland Pro. Plus, we welcome back one of our most listened to guests, yours rudely, Trevor Outlaw, who will talk about his loss to Dan Perch at Freelance Wrestling, and what else he has up his sleeve at Warrior and Second Wrestling. You'll catch all that right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned.
1: Hey, this is Trevor Outlaw, but you bozos can address me as you are as rudely, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam Podcast, and you can check it out every Tuesday. Oh, wait, I've been on this like five times. I should know this by now. Either way, not getting paid enough for this. Windy City Slam podcast. Check it out on Tuesdays, and you never know when Trevor Outlaw is going to be back.
0: Attention! Windy City Slam is looking for a few good tag team partners to advertise on Windy City Slam podcast and WindyCitySlam.com. Get your product or service notice with pro wrestling fans. Affordable rates that fit your budget. Message us on Facebook, X, or Instagram, or email MikePankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. It's your boy, FTC, Fred
1: the Clown here. And you are listening or doing something with your ears to the Windy City Slam
0: podcast. Fred the Clown's been a guest a couple of times. Will I be a guest again? Oh, I don't know get the check ready mike <laughs> all right back here on windy city slam podcast let's get right into a busy weekend of wrestling action starting off with AEW's Wrestle Dream on Sunday night up in Seattle and the highlights are as follows we had in a classic wrestling match Brian Danielson pinning Zack Sabre Jr that was worth the price of admission alone and then with the AEW tag team championship where FTR of Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood retained the title over Aussie Open of Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis by a pinfall. And I really dig both of these teams. And Aussie Open, especially as of late, I mean, I didn't know what to think of them at first, but the couple times I saw them wrestle, I'm like, yeah, they're a pretty good team, but very, very good team. Excellent team. I'm really digging what they bring to the table. And I could watch FTR and Aussie Open go multiple times over and over again and it won't get old and then we had the main event the two out of three falls match for the tnt championship christian cage retains the title by defeating darby allen two falls to one a couple of shockers involved in this one nick wayne turns on darby allen strikes him with the championship belt and christian gains a decisive fall after the match christian and nick wayne celebrated and then they began to beat down Darby until Sting comes out for the save. However, Luchasaurus also came out, and they all overpowered Sting. As Christian was about to perform the concerto on Sting, the lights went out. Adam Copeland, formerly known as Edge, the rated-R superstar, comes out to Metal Lingus by Alter Bridge. That's the song he's been coming out to for many years in WWE. And the WWE Hall of Famer makes his debut in AEW. He enters the ring, kind of feign-siding with his old friend Christian Cage, and then attacks Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus as that creepy little bastard Christian retreated to the back. And yes, sir, Adam Copeland is now All Elite. Turning to NXT No Mercy, and that was this past Saturday night in Bakersfield for the NXT North American Championship. Trick Williams stuns Donna Mysterio to win the title, and Dragon Lee was a special guest referee in this one. There was a little bit of controversy, but you know what? Dirty Dom deserves to eat some humble pie, and Trick Williams wins that title. NXT Championship, Ilya Dragunov pins Carmelo Hayes to win the championship. Another great match between these two. They had one a few months back, and now Ilya Dragunov finally realizes his NXT Championship dreams. He's one of a few guys that have won both the NXT Championship and the NXT UK Championship. And congratulations to Dragunov. And in your main event, the Extreme Rules match for the NXT Women's Championship. Becky Lynch retains by pinning Tiffany Stratton. This was a crazy brawl. Lots of implements going on. And the last few months, I've really got to tip my hat to Tiffany Stratton on her run as NXT Women's Champion. And on this match with Becky Lynch and Tiffany first came in, I'm like, Oh God, silly gimmick, Barbie gimmick. Uh, she's kind of green in the ring, but she really won me over rather quickly. And I was a little upset that she was pushed over people like Cora Jade, but Tiffany Stratton has proved herself very, very worthy. This Saturday night, October the 7th, WWE fast lane comes to Gainbridge field house in Indianapolis You can check that out on Peacock and WWE Network. For the WWE World Championship in a last-man-standing match, Seth Freakin' Rollins defends against Shinsuke Nakamura. Tag team action sees John Cena and L.A. Knight take on the bloodline of Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa with Paul Heyman in their corner. And this is an all-star team of John Cena and L.A. Knight, who has really exploded over the past year in WWE, triple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship with Io Sky of Damage Control defending against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Six-man tag team match. We have the Latino World, or the LWO, including Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar, and one other member of the crew, whether it's Joaquin Wilde or Cruz del Toro. But my guess is going to be a returning Carlito. And they're going to take on Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits of Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. This has the potential of being a lot of fun. And then the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship is on the line as the Judgment Day of Finn Balor and Damian Priest defend against Cody Rhodes and main event Jay Uso. Going back to last weekend on the local scene, Friday night, September the 29th, AAW Pro presented the Chaos Theory at Joe's on Wheat Street in Chicago. Six-Way Scramble opened the show, and Jake Something defeated Gary J., Isaiah Moore, Koalaxamata, Levi Everett, and Silas Yagen. Every single one of those guys is just a little bit crazy, and they're going to do whatever they want to try to win the match. But Jake Something bulls over the competition and wins that one. And then we had Mance Warner defeating the Swag Champ, Red Jones. For the AAA Latin American title, QT Marshall retains the title over Uncle T, Solomon Tupu. Robert Ego Anthony and Thrillbilly Silas Mason went to a crazy no contest. For the AAW Heritage Championship, Hartenbauer defending for Davey Vega defeats Big Beef Narls Garvin, last year's Jim Lynam Memorial Tournament winner. And now with that loss, Beef now has to join the Johnny Bravo family for six months. And ah oh man, I feel real bad for Big Beef, but this could actually be some interesting programming for AAW. Stay tuned. And in a Lynam tournament qualifier, we had Conan Lycan, the Land Shark, defeating Joe Alonzo. For the AEW Tag Team Championship, Russ Jones and Schaff retained the title in a triple threat match, defeating Bangin and Matthews and Anthony Katina and Jesse V. In a grudge match, which was a crazy brawl all over Joe's, Heather Reckless pulls out the victory over Taylor Rising. And in the main event, the AEW Heavyweight Championship. Davey Vega retains over Chicago's favorite, Gringo Loco. This past Saturday night, September the 30th, Southland Championship Wrestling presented one of their biggest events of the year, Russell topia 4 in Shabance. And in the five-man cold shot ladder match, sharpshooter James Creed defeats Acid Jazz, Irish car bomb Sean Mulligan, Benny Vargas, and attorney Eric Schultz, and with that, Creed gets the call as shot for any title in SCW, or so we thought. Creed tweaked his knee and he was kind of in rough shape after dropping an elbow on Schultz through a table. And later on in the evening, after the match between SCW champion Aaron Xavier and SCW president tenacious Terry Allen, in which Xavier gets the pinfall victory, Creed attacks Xavier with the bat. Creed cashes in and beat Xavier for the SCW championship, but on a technicality, Allen had the belt returned to Xavier. And Terry Allen said that despite winning the bat, that Creed could not cash in on Xavier due to a previous stipulation of James Creed losing to Aaron Xavier last month. Hmm. That really stinks for James Creed and, I really feel really bad because this is the title that's really evaded him in his short career. We'll see what happens over the coming months, and if James Creek can somehow get back into that championship picture, we'll have to see. Maybe he can hire an attorney. You know, there's a couple of them running around in SCW now, so uh, we'll see what happens there. And then we had SCW women's champion, Renee Van Peebles, defeating Angel and Natasha Crane in a triple threat as RVP rolls up Crane, it was originally supposed to be Fan Peebles against Shauna Reed, but Shauna Reed had a travel issue. And then we had the SCW Genesis champion DeKang, Miles Mercer, retain his title over Max Holiday, And also Turtle defeats Warren C. Freiburg III Esquire to win the SCW High Voltage Championship. Coming up this week, we have Friday night, October the 6th, Warrior Wrestling returns with Warrior Wrestling 31 at the Bendix Arena in South Bend, Indiana. 7.30 p.m. Eastern bell time, two-hour fan fest from 5 to 7 p.m. If you can't make it out to South Bend, the show will be streamed live on Fight Plus. For the truly blessed Warrior Wrestling Championship, we have Casey Navarro with Frank the Clown in his corner, defending against Encore Moore. Mike Santana of AEW takes on Brian Keith, making his Warrior Wrestling debut. That's going to be one outstanding match. And speaking of matches who have the potential to steal the show, Konosuke Takeshita takes on Storm Grayson with Frank the Clown in his corner. Don't ever sell Storm Grayson short. This kid is really building up a resume, and this is going to be yet another great match for him. And then we're going to talk about this match a little bit with our guest this week yours rudely trevor outlaw as trevor takes on sky blue one-on-one and then the luckiest punk in warrior wrestling the punk rock prince jordan cross looks to remain undefeated on warrior wrestling main shows as he takes on a veteran jack Vaughn. coda hernandez takes on Sabin gage in what should be a fun match And making her Warrior Wrestling debut, long overdue in my opinion, is Chicago Sweetheart Missa Kate of the NWA, as she takes on another great up-and-comer in Rachel Armstrong. And in addition to all the matches, there's also going to be a little bit of family therapy with FTC, LLC as Frank the Clown. And Casey Navarro going to sit down and hash out some things. And Trevor Outlaw is going to serve as a mediator of sorts. And we'll talk a little bit more about that once again when Trevor joins us in just a few minutes. Friday night, October the 6th, we have Leagues, Halloween Hellfire. That's going to be at the Ravens' Room at Redline in Chicago. Also Friday night, October the 6th, we have Fusion Pro Wrestling, a nightmare on North Avenue, at DuPage Soccer in Villa Park. And the show features for the first-ever Fusion Wrestling Women's Champion, Shelly the Bombshell Benson, taking on Jade Blackwell. The winner will be crowned the first-ever Fusion Women's Champion. Tag Team Open Challenge. Evil BOZ, Steve Boz, and Doug Simmons against a team to be determined. Plus, you'll see Tyler Sullivan, Apocalypto, Mr. Television, and more. Saturday night, October the 7th, Zawa 111, Remember to Breathe, will be at Parties on Pope in Nelson. Saturday night, October the 7th, POW Entertainment's Road to Russell Rage, the final show before Russell Rage next month at the American Legion Post in Fox Lake. For the POW Heavyweight Championship, Moondog Greg Murray defends against psychotic Jimmy Blaze, and the winner of this match will face Kazile for the title at Russell Rage in Lombard. And then for the POW Midwest Championship, the red-hot Tommy McCobb defends against Matteo Valentine. The POW Tag Team Championship will see the IPA, the Irish Bob Army, defend against Sean Priest and Acid Jazz with Chris Hedford. Kazile will face Eric Freedom. In tag team action with Acid and Pauly Tomaselli, taking on Jason Dukes and Tyler Sullivan, again with Chris Hedford. And w- another match with Chris Hedford involved will be Logan Steele facing Hunter Payne. Saturday, October the 7th, Northland Pro presents Nightmare on the Square at the VFW 50-40 in Woodstock. We have, in the main event for the Northland Pro Women's Championship, the AHW Women's Champion, Heather Reckless, Taking on Amina Belmont, Charlie Cruel, and Lily La Pescadita. That should be a great four-way match, and the winner will become the first ever Northland Pro Women's Champion. We're also gonna see Cody James taking on Du Montgomery, and for the Northland Pro Journey Championship, Jax Johnson defends against Rafael Quintero. That's gonna be an amazing match as well. Northland Pro champion Eric Schultz is advertised for the show, but no match has yet been announced for him as of recording time. And then for the Northland Pro tag team titles, King Trel and Lennox Leone defend the titles against the drinking class of Jay Cross and Jack Carpenter. Lee Metallic takes on Joey Mayberry. And then we have FXB against Lizard Man Nathan Nile, fresh off his excellent challenge for the all-heel wrestling championship against metalhead just a couple of weeks ago and then in tag team action we have malix matthews and sam eli facing Iniestra and adam stallion also saturday night october the 7th we have Premier pro wrestling presenting turmoil that is also in woodstock and on sunday if you're a fan of lucha libre you can check out all-star lucha libre at berwin eagles club in berwin and this show features the legendary Mike Anthony against Mike Strong and a tag team affair of GPA and Laney Luck versus Mamba and Skyade. Also Sunday the 8th, we have Galli Lucha Libres, Gally 546 at Wolfer Christian Academy in Melrose Park. And that'll be setting up the next week's big show for Gally, Gally Mania, which will be on October the 15th. All right. He's been a busy guy among multiple promotions in the Chicagoland area. To say he's had some ups and downs over the last year is an understatement. But we welcome back one of the most listened to guests on our show, yours rudely, Trevor Outlaw. Stay tuned. My name is Storm Grayson. I'm your freelance wrestling world champion, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam podcast. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, Do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam Podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email Mike Pankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. <laughs> SSW Tag Team Champion, the Punk Rock Prince, Jordan Cross, here live at the Cross Stop in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And you are checking out my best friends over at Windy City Slam Podcast, Mike Pankow. You are the man. Make sure to subscribe, like, follow, share, and everything else. And you can follow me at The Jordan Cross. I am the Punk Rock Prince. Thank you. Back here on Windy City Slam podcast, our special guest this week, he's been a really busy guy among multiple promotions in the Chicagoland area. To say he's had some ups and downs over the last year is an understatement. We welcome back once again, yours rudely, Trevor Outlaw.
1: It's good to be back. First and foremost, happy trev to you and all of those who celebrate, which clearly is everybody.
0: Yeah, we're right at the end of Trevember heading into yeah, it's, October, so it's
1: winding. It's winding down. the The greatest month of the year is is coming to a conclusion, and you know, spooky season's right around the corner. I got to be honest with you, though, Mike. This hasn't been the best Tember. It's been it's been a little bit of a rough one. So yeah. I, you know, with the wheels keeps the wheels keep on turning. We've got uh, we've got one more weekend. We've got AAW coming up, so the greatest wrestler commentator alive will be action. Uh, I might even be, you know, spitting some bars on commentary as well. And then I get to kick sky blue in the face in a couple of weeks. So, you know, I've got some good things to look forward to. But yeah, it's been, you know, September this year was a rough one. Unfortunately, a corrupt referee and that purple piece of shit, Matt Nix, decided to ruin things for me. But uh, what can you do, right? You know, I've I've got people that are always trying to hold me down. Matt Nix tried to hold me down for an entire year with my knee injury. I come back, I kick his ass, and then all of a sudden, all of these crazy things keep happening to me at freelance. You know, I get, I get rolled up by Shaza in a scramble. I get screwed over by Cole Radrick. You know, Perch, Perch has been the bane of my existence, where it's, you know, he pushed me and Chico table topped me and beat me. I've lost to Chico Suave twice this year, so that's enough to make me want to drown myself. He eliminated me from the most important rumble of my life. And then he punched me in the face and cost me my match against Sandra Moon. Now, the thing about that is, it's been three months since I've had a match in a freelance wrestling ring. So now, I I had to wrestle Perch, and he cheated to beat me. But now, I'm suspended indefinitely, so now it's even more time that I'm gone from freelance. And the cherry on top of it is that freelance is going back to Logan Square auditorium, and I don't even get to be a part of it. And that hurts because that's my home i
0: was just gonna say you usually don't miss during trev temper unfortunately this year hasn't been so great
1: and no it is not it is not and i mean you know black label pro Two. i was in the midst of trying to win turbo graphs and of course i get stuck in brandigan shenanigans as i like to call them and i would like to put on record that i wasn't pinned in turbo graphs to be eliminated from the tournament so you know, I, I, I think there's some rights that need, there are some wrongs that need to be righted. And another one of those things that needs to be righted is I pinned Davey Bang, mm-hmm. who is one half of the Black Label Pro Tag Team Champions. So I think that means I should be the number one contender to the Tag Team Championships. Pretty sure that's how that works.
0: So you got a partner?
1: Darius Luttrell, one man dynasty. It. You know, he's, he's had my back. Davey in August, you know, they thought that Jordan Oliver was going to take them to new heights. So they abandoned me for Jordan Oliver, even though I'm the reason that they're the tag team champions. Nobody was saying that they were the best in the Midwest until I was the one that was singing their praises. And I did all of these things to help their career while I was out. And then they leave me to the wolves. So I kicked Davey's ass and now I'm going to take their titles because they weren't shit without me. And I'm going to prove that they aren't. They still aren't without me. So. You're either you're either with me or against me, Mike, and it's not good to be against me because at the end of the day, I will always get the last laugh. You know, everybody thinks it's funny right now that that perch beat me, and and everyone says, "Oh, what a moment this was! This was this was such a great moment! What a reaction!" No, I I think that's false. I think it was the heist of the century. I think I got robbed.
0: Yeah, and I'm saying uh, even with controversy involved, you should have been able to feed a referee. So. He's not a huge guy and he even laid in one of those little Mac uppercuts on you. I mean, what happened?
1: He had a fistful of quarters. I don't know. I don't know if the stream picks it up as well, but that's the only reason it hurts so bad. Cause normally, I mean, he, he gave me a sucker punch at the beginning and I laughed it off, but then he, I don't know I, if a fan gave it to him. I mean, I, I got to go back and watch the footage again. Cause I'm pretty sure a fan gave Perch a roll of quarters and he stuck me in the face with that. Now, mind you, he wouldn't have gotten that lucky swing on me if I didn't get cracked in the head with a chair, which was maybe my own doing, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I've had a lot of, I actually, you know, I, I might be slightly concussed considering last week and I got hit with a chair like three different times. And all of them were in my own attempts of swinging it. So, you know, I may have tried to cheat, but it was only because I knew that Perch was going to, and I knew that Matt Nix was a corrupt referee. But in, in the grand scheme of things, I didn't actually cheat. Dan Perch cheated. Dan Perch used a roll of quarters to punch me in the face. And then he gave me a tornado DDT onto a chair. So, like, come on now. Like, that's not professional wrestling. That's that's backyard garbage bullshit. And and I shouldn't have to be subjected to that. And now, listen, it it's great that Freelance is going back to Logan Square Auditorium. I think that's the best venue for any wrestling company to run in Chicago, but... You don't run in, you know, they, they're, they're, what's the old saying, Triple H in Madison Square Garden? Well, tr- Trevor Outlaw in LSA is a big deal. And freelance is going to suffer without me there. So that's their loss. Maybe I should, maybe I should go look for greener pastures elsewhere.
0: Yeah. You took your rustling shoes off after that match with Perks. So what does that mean for your future in freelance? I, I know you're suspended too, but what, what does that mean once the suspension's over?
1: Honestly it was kind of a heat of the moment thing. I was so shocked at what happened and I knew that there was no way I was going to be able to get myself out of this one because no matter what I've tried to do, I've seen freelance screw me over so many times and it was one of those moments where I was just, they're his. I, I have not won a match at freelance this year. This has Undoubtedly, been the most difficult year of my career, professionally because I've been losing. But personally, it's it's taken a really big toll on me mentally. And you know, I I had I had my suspicions about wrapping up and you know going on to do other things. I'm way too talented to just be doing this this bullshit and all the politics and just everything that comes along with it. And a place that should be my home that's everybody else's treats me like dirt. So I took my shoes off and I gave them to Perch because. The better man didn't win that night, but Perch beat me, and I'm man enough to say that he earned him. But you know, I had to kick him in the nuts afterwards to remind him who he messed with. And if I don't ever wrestle a day again, if I never wrestle in a freelance ring again, I think it's safe to say I, I did some pretty cool things there in the in the time that I was there. I managed to keep myself relevant for an entire year while I was on the shelf. I sold out a show with my name on it that I didn't even wrestle on. You know, I beat I beat the king and queen of freelance my first night there on the main roster. And I had a band play me to the ring mm-hmm. like everybody else can get the big names, big name matches and money marquee matches thrown at them. That's easy. Right. You know, I I could call some people out, but I'm not going to do that to be able to make lemonade without even being given any lemons. You know, I steal, I I take my own lemons off the tree and make lemonade. You know, no one's handing me them. So. You know, I wear that as like a badge of honor knowing that I I did those things. But, you know, there's no there's no smoking mirrors, there's no cute storyline. You know, I joked around about it, but, you know, when I quit I I legitimately quit freelance of um a couple of months ago before before they made this match announcement. And I was so mad because I was in Logan Square that, that night, decided to go over to Emporium and crash the show because that was and, and the thing is, I wasn't supposed to be there, but that was the most talked about thing to come out of it. So if they don't see the reactions that I get, if they don't see the money that I can bring to the table for the company, then I don't want to be there. So I don't know when, when the suspension is even supposed to be up. I haven't even read the paperwork. I'm That's just how much I don't care anymore. I'm I'm just over it. So best of luck to everybody there. If I'm back, I'm back. If not, there's plenty of other places that I can go that'll treat me like a star. So,
0: do I smell some humility coming out of Trevor Outlaw here?
1: No. No. It's just one of those things that you can you can only get screwed over so many times, Mike, and I'm just I've been angry for such a long time that I've realized that this company likes to make a joke out of me getting mad. It's, "Oh, Trevor's going to spaz out. What's he going to do? He's going to wild out now. What's he up to?" And I finally just realized that, like, I'm not a show pony. You know, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. It's a tough pill to swallow. You're definitely talking to Trevor Outlaw that's in a different place than the previous times that I've been here. I just can't believe it, man. I, you know, I'd like to say that I'm at a loss for words, but I'm not. I'm just, I'm I'm not even surprised that this happened. It's just, I'm heartbroken. I, I'm, I'm genuinely heartbroken because they management has treated me like crap. The fans have treated me like crap, but I've always, freelance was always special to me, and it's just not anymore. It's just not.
0: All right, let's move on to some future matches for Trevor. All. You got some other stuff going on outside of freelance, and you yeah, got,
1: big things popping, little things stopping. As yep. they say,
0: and uh, maybe that little thing stopping is Sky Blue, an intergender bout at uh, Warrior Wrestling Friday, October the sixth at Warrior Thirty One in South Bend, and you've been on a roll at Warrior actually, and and that run of success. The only person that kind of even could compare to that is Jordan Cross at this point. So hold on.
1: Add... I'm stop, 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 Because now, now you're going to piss me off. Do not ever mention my name in the same vein as that little twerp Jordan Cross. Ever. Ever. His wins are luck. Okay. This little luckiest man in wrestling thing is a cute little shtick, but the real undefeated streak that matters at warrior wrestling is Trevor outlaws. Anything that little brat can do, I can do 10 times better. And if he thinks he's, he thinks he's so cool now because he's got his little patches on his vest, but he's still the same little twerp that gets excited over everybody that runs through the locker room. He's more concerned about getting people's autographs than he is being an athlete. And that's why when I wrestled him, I kicked his ass. I beat him fair and square. And he might have gotten lucky against Storm Grayson, which that's a whole other can of worms we can get into. He's he's not better than me. And 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 to, to even start with this narrative that we're in the same vein, the same sentence, we're not. We're not, and we'll never be. So but go ahead, continue. Let's talk about Warrior Wrestling. But we're not gonna talk about that twerp, Jordan
0: Cross. All right, then sky blue's uh right in your face coming up on October sixth.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to kicking her right in the mouth too, you know. Everybody loves everybody loves Old Baby Blue, right? It's, you know, it's one of those things that the crowd's going to look for their next their next sweetheart to get behind, right? Everybody was everybody was so high on Kylie Ray forever and then now she's pregnant and having a baby and she's going off and doing her own thing, which all the power to her. Kylie, if you're listening to this, I highly encourage you to to have a happy and healthy baby. Stay home. Don't come back. Just stay home. You're good. You're good. You got you got a replacement now. Sky Blue. Sky Blue Chicago's hero now. I've already beaten the crap out of Kylie Ray before, so that's old news. So now the next one that I got to knock down is Sky. She's done a lot of great things. She's wrestled a lot of big names. She's traveled all over the country. She's wrestled on television regularly, and she's fully contracted there. So to say that I can't undermine her star power, you know, she, she's got a video on... Twitter that's got like four and a half million views for whatever reasons, neither here nor there. But listen, people know who Sky Blue is and people pay attention to her. This is a big name matchup for me. There's a lot of people that put down intergender wrestling. And I think those people are idiots because they would get their asses kicked by man, woman, child or anyone in between. It's just another match. I don't care who's across the ring from me. I don't care if you're a man. I don't care if you're a woman. I don't care. If you're in between, I don't care if you're a child. I don't care if you're a dog. If you were standing across the ring from me, you are my problem. And my objective is to kick your ass and to show the world why I'm a bigger star than anybody else. People are so quick to say that I'm just cocky and arrogant, but it's, I've been put down by my own city since I've started. I've been put down by my parents. I've been put down by my peers. I've been put down by all these people and they say, I'm, Oh, you're rude. You're this, this, and that. I wasn't born this way. The world made me this way, Mike. I was a good dude. And now everybody wants to say I'm in this big asshole. Well, guess what? I just found a way to monetize it so you can all kiss it because I'm going to kick the crap out of Sky. I'm going to send her back to Tony Khan and he's probably going to give me a phone call and say, wow, Trevor, maybe I should have offered you a job. But instead, now I got to file these workman's comp because one of my employees has a black eye and she's not going to be able to wrestle. Sorry.
0: Now, FTC LLC is doing some great things at Warrior Wrestling. and
1: Certain people in FTC LLC are doing great things.
0: Yeah, but there may be a little bit of dissension between the truly blessed Warrior Wrestling World Champion Casey Navarro and Frank the Clown. Now coming up at Warrior Wrestling 31, you're going to be called upon to be a mediator of sorts in this kind of sit-down family therapy thing between Casey and Frank. So what's going on there?
1: If I'm being honest with you, Mike... I think FTC LLC was a lot better when it was smaller. Frank and I have never had issues, you know, winning for me hasn't been an issue, but Casey's got a little, you know, for as tiny as he is, he's got a big head, doesn't he? Um, He put out a tweet a couple of weeks ago that rubbed me the wrong way, and he said that he's the best unsigned talent on the microphone bar none, and I think Casey needs to realize he wouldn't be in any of the positions that he is in today if it wasn't for the people behind the scenes that are boosting him up, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't shit before FTC LLC. He wasn't. You know, maybe somebody else maybe somebody else saw something in him and they wanted to invest in him. But at the end of the day, no one gave a shit about Casey Navarro until he joined Frank's group. Because before that, he was just Brian Cage's bitch. And maybe I shouldn't be saying that about Casey. But you know what? I was part of the family with Frank before anybody else was. And if Frank wanted to add other people, and I said, you know what? I trust you. I trust you. And he brought in KC. And not only have I gotten beat up, I got beat up by Buddy Murphy. I've gotten hit in the face so many times because of that little prick. And did I ever get a sorry? Did I ever get a thank you? No. He came out in the limo last month, in the fireworks. Where was I? Why wasn't I there? Why wasn't Storm Grayson there? Why wasn't Calvin Tangman there? Why wasn't Max D. Impaler there? Huh? FTC LLC, we're supposed to be a family, but you're too focused on yourself because he knows if he didn't have us, he'd be screwed. So I got to sit down and I got to mediate between Frank and and Casey and and Storm and everybody else. Fine. I'll be the one to do it, but I'm going to make something very clear. I've got my own stuff to take care of and I might tell Frank, Take the night off. I'll take care of Skye. I shouldn't have a problem kicking her ass. I'm going to get this train back on the rails. And if we got to trim some fat from the group after this family therapy session, then fine. I'm not a proponent of airing out dirty laundry, personal dirty laundry. But if this is what we got to do, then this is what we got to do. Because at the end of the day, people pay to see FTC LLC, whether they like it to admit it or not. They pay to see us there. So I got to keep the peace. It's 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 really hard being Trevor Outlaw because I should be just focusing on being a star and 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 making leaps and bounds to bigger opportunities, but instead I got to do all this bullshit, right? I gotta I gotta fix the family. I gotta take care of all this other stuff. I gotta deal with corrupt refs. I'm just I'm so sick of everybody else trying to get involved with my stuff. It's it's not, it doesn't jive well with me.
0: Well, he is the world champion in warrior wrestling. So there's that. But at the same time, I mean, if you're just distension, you just got to fix it.
1: I don't know, understand if, you know, if he's, if he's the world champion and he wants to be, you know, he wants to be Mr. Big Bad Leader, then why isn't he fixing this? Why didn't he call Frank and say, let's talk? Why didn't he call me and say, hey, bro, let's talk? I'm pissed off. Listen, I, I got a lot of shit to say about Casey Navarro right now. And whether he listens to this or not, who knows? Families fight. It happens. So he's either going to make right, and I'll apologize for for my strong feelings and of how I feel about him today and what I've had to say. But if he doesn't, he's on his own. I'm nobody's crony, and and it feels like Casey's tried to make me his crony, and I don't like that. So we're going to get that fixed. Warrior wrestling champion or not, Storm Grayson and I are the unofficial undisputed warrior wrestling tag team champions that we don't have belts yet for so you know he's a world champion and so are we so he's just got the pink he's he's got the pink strap to prove it we're still waiting on ours in production but
0: so a lot happening at warrior wrestling that's friday night october the 6th at bendix arena in south bend indiana and you can catch trevor outlaw in action against sky blue and trevor outlaw as part of the Family Therapy with Frank the Clown and Casey Navarro. Also moving on, Second Wrestling is another place where you've been somewhat of a regular at. And coming up on Sunday, October the 15th, at Technicolor Dream Wars, you have a match against most marketable Richard Holiday. And when you look at Richard Holiday, he's someone who, if you look into a mirror, you can kind of see some similarities between you and him. You agree with that? I don't see it.
1: No, I don't see it at all. You want to elaborate on that for me?
0: Yeah, I, I, you're both very confident and maybe a little cocky, you know, guys that, you know, are very successful at what you do and have that bravado about them. I I see that in you and I also see that in him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's
1: understandable. You know, that's a couple personality traits, but I'm nothing like him. I mean, he's got a shitty mustache. The dude looks like a total douchebag. And... Half of his personality is that he walks around wearing AirPods and drinks coffee. Congratulations, bro! You want a pumpkin spice latte before the match? Like, how's that going to help you win? Listen, I respect the man, Richard Holiday. He's went through a lot of things, and it'd be really easy to grab low hanging fruit on not a horrible person. He might, if I, if the roles were switched, maybe he would have. But I don't like him. I don't like that. Here's this guy that's had all these opportunities in the world and he squandered them. He was the least. For someone who claims to be the most marketable, he was the least marketable out of the uh, out of the group with his other buddies. One of them's a world champion and the other one was the longest world champion in MLW history. What has he done? Jack shit. And now he comes back. He's on this comeback tour. And that's great. But is he on, but are is he getting these opportunities because he's earned them? as a professional wrestler, or is he he being given handouts? And I'm sure he's going into this match, probably doesn't know who the hell I am, and that's fine, because I'm going to show him who I am. I'm going to smack him in his mouth. I'm going to let him know how much of a dipshit he looks like with that stupid mustache. I'm going to break his AirPods, and after I beat him, I'm going to tell Jeremy, fine, Rabbi, you better give me a match with Eric Cannon, because the last time that he promoted me on anything on his shows, I was supposed to wrestle Eric Cannon. And unfortunately, I went down with an injury and it didn't happen. And now Eric Cannon is the champ. So I'm going to run through Richard Holiday. I'm going to run through whoever else they got for me. And I'm going to come punch Eric Cannon right in the mouth after that. Mark my words.
0: I mean, there's a possibility that Missa Kate could end up being the second wrestling champion as well after that show.
1: That's true. So if I got to punch her in the mouth, then I'll punch her in the mouth. There's no personal beef there. You know, I like Missa a lot. Actually, that's a lie. She's a Cubs fan, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bullshitting you right now, Mike. I don't like her. I don't like her. I like her as a wrestler. I think she's a fantastic wrestler. She can kick ass. It's, it's kind of the opposite of Richard Holiday, right? I like Richard Holiday, the person. I can't stand the prick as a wrestler. Love Missicate, the wrestler. Hate Miss Kate the person. She's a Cubs fan.
0: Yeah, <laughs> if she wasn't a Cubs,
1: if she wasn't a Cubs fan, I'd honestly think she's probably she'd be one of the most remarkable people I've ever met. But she's a Cubs fan. So that takes her down a notch.
0: You know, I hate to say it, but your one loss record over the last year or so hasn't been the best. But one thing you do have going for you is your confidence. But going back to that one loss record, what do you have to do to get back on track? You think you have to give a call to a Cody Rhodes or a QT Marshall, or your old buddies from the nightmare factory?
1: Yeah, I'm actually going to see QT Marshall tomorrow uh, over at AAW. So I think, I think it's time him and I have a chat. You know, not a lot of people from the Nightmare Factory have his number, but I've got Cody Rhodes' number and I can give him a call. It's one of those things that there's other people that are going to be marks and they're going to message him about any and everything. But the Roller is a busy man and I know he's got a lot on his plate. So I think I'm at that point now where I need to phone a friend. And I've been waiting for the right time to do it, but maybe, maybe it's time I do that because this has not been a good year for me professionally. I haven't won a lot of matches this year, you know, coming back off of a career threatening knee injury and trying to get some momentum back. It's difficult. You know, I had another surgery in the meantime that I didn't tell a lot of people about. Uh, I had six bone spurs pulled out of my elbow and they were each the size of a piece of chewing gum. So to have those pulled out of my arm and only miss a few weeks, it's been hard. I think I think going down for a week, few weeks for that made it mentally more difficult than the year with my knee, but I'm back at 100% now. I don't want to use it as an excuse, but you know, I mean I've kind of been working through injuries all year, you know, getting back from the knee, getting comfortable again, dealing with the elbow. It's it's been hard, but right now today Uh, this is the best that my body has felt since probably before I even started wrestling. So I think twenty twenty-four is gonna be a big year for me. Um I know there's a couple months left of this year, but I'm really ready for twenty twenty-three to be done. This year's been such dog shit, personally and professionally, that I'm just ready for I'm ready for the next chapter. Something's gotta change. I've got a few ideas of what else I need to do, but it would be stupid of me to tell you that and to reveal that to the world because then I'm letting everybody in on my training secrets. It's like the same thing as those dumbasses who post their clips of them training. It's like, all right, dude, now I know your move set. Now I know how to reverse your moves. You're a moron. Congratulations. So, some things I got to keep under wraps. But for the most part, I'm I've I've got some things in the works.
0: So you mentioned 2024. Well, where do you see yourself by next Treptember?
1: Next Treptember, I think we'll be celebrating on a national scale, worldwide scale, even.
0: That would be awesome.
1: It's only a matter of time, Mike. These these ratings are going down for everybody. And I think they need somebody with a little bit of star power and charisma on their on their shows. So. Triple H, Tony Khan, Scott Demore, Gato, call me.
0: Trevor, before we let you go, why don't you go ahead and share your social media with us, whatever merchandise you got. And if there's any other upcoming events other than the ones we've already talked about.
1: Yeah. Uh, just the Trevor Outlaw on, on everything. If you're listening to this, you probably already follow me. And if you don't, you're an idiot. So go ahead and do that. com slash Trevor Outlaw. I don't really have a lot of Trevor Outlaw merch these days. You know, I kind of had this this epiphany one day that like wrestling shirts for the most part are lame as shit and people want to represent a brand. So I've been kind of branching out and doing my own stuff with, you know, the Rudist line and some, some new some new drops that I have in the works. But, you know, I, I would like to branch it out to a full-fledged apparel company. And I've got some stuff in the works. And, you know, I'm talking to a couple of other people about different places I can go to host. And I'm working with different suppliers on materials and stuff like that. And I, I, I've I always seen myself as a as a creative mind. And I think outside of just the traditional creative landscape that professional wrestling has to offer the fashion world is something that's always intrigued me so maybe we'll be rolling over into that a little bit further too some some pop-ups here and there at other places outside of wrestling but from a wrestling standpoint you know upcoming you could catch me at aaw catch me at warrior wrestling on october 6th when i kick sky blue in the mouth and then october 15th I wrestle Richard Holiday for Second Wrestling, and I'm going to shave off that stupid-ass mustache of his. I'm going to kick his ass. What else do I got? Honestly, October, I'm, I'm not loading up my schedule like crazy. You know, I got a few things. Trev Tember's been really busy this year, but uh, I'm going to enjoy Halloween season with my beautiful girlfriend. Maybe go to some haunted houses, trick-or-treat. I love candy, and, uh, you know, really enjoy life. You know, wrestling is hard. And it's a, it's a full-time grind outside of what most of us have, full-time jobs. But you got to find those moments to enjoy things outside of it. Because in wrestling, you experience the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And professionally, this year has been the lowest for me. But I've gotten to do some enjoyable things and, and kind of stop and smell the roses in other regards. So, you know, like I said, if I never come back to freelance again, fine by me. More time for me to do other stuff. There's plenty of other people in this world that will pay me to do other things. So...
0: Trevor, thank you so much for coming on. You know you're always welcome on this show.
1: Yeah, the pleasure's all yours, Mike.
0: As always, a very entertaining and engaging conversation with yours rudely, Trevor Outlaw. And I kind of sensed a little bit of humility after that loss at Freelance Wrestling. Trevor didn't think so, but... That's just my opinion. I'm going to stick with it for now. But Trevor's always a good guest to have on the show. You never know what he's going to say. You never know who he's going to call out. You never know what criticisms he's going to throw at his opponents. Really, really fun talk with Trevor Outlaw. All right. Coming up next week, we will talk about WWE Fastlane. We're going to recap some of the other local shows as well. And we welcome back... To the show, a guy that's made some tremendous waves over the past year or so since his last appearance on Windy City Slam. He's a regular at places such as Chicago-style wrestling, Northland Pro, and all-heel wrestling. He's the reigning, crash-tested wrestling champion, and he's part of Magic Inc. in the NWA, The Barker, Cody James. You can catch all that right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody.